Yes, yes, what's up? This is the Calculated Conversation radio show, one of the most important shows on air today. I am your host, David Jefferson, and... Ken Jones. That is Mr. Ken Jones, also in the building. Yes, yes. We have been on air for almost two years, pushing this movement. Oh, yeah, we're coming up on two years in another, we, what, two weeks? Yeah, two. yeah. So, oh, yeah, for everybody out there that uh, support the movement... Keep in mind, we will be putting together our second annual mixer pretty soon. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated. You'll be able to come hang out. Um, me and Ken will make a slight presentation, you know, regarding uh, calculated conversation, you know, the road that we've traveled, uh, some of the highlights, where we're going with it, uh, things of that nature, uh, just to keep the energy consistent and steady. Yes, yes, yes. And we'll be playing clips and stuff from the past year, some of the interviews we've had, right. Um, right, just right. some of the hard-hitting topics that uh, definitely resonated. With oh, yeah, because we got some, that's right, because we got some new new interviews oh, that, yeah. you know, we, we played some dope interviews last year. Yeah. Um, this year, we got some even more amazing interviews that we can take some, some fire clips from. So, yeah, I'm excited about that, man. Yeah. And you guys get a chance to answer, you know, ask us questions in person and just connect with us on a regular basis, man. You know, on a personal basis, right. shake a hand, give me a pound, tell me what's up. <laughs> that was good with you, brother. Oh, nothing, nothing, man. Just uh, uh, you know, living, um, still, still maintaining uh, my vibrant frequency. Hey, uh, still happy, you know, still enjoying what we do and uh, where we headed with everything. You know, I'm still blessed to be a part of the calculated conversation mm -hmm. radio show. Um, it's turning out to be an amazing show. Uh, crazy that it wasn't really um, a, a actual idea. Uh, it wasn't a plan. It just kind of it kind of happened, man. And, um, you know, we couldn't be more happy with where it's going and the opportunities it's given us and uh, where we headed in the future righteous back to the future <laughs> yeah it's been a uh it's been a good one this little little past week been seeing uh some cool wins yeah I, i've been uh i'm finding myself i don't know if this is just getting older and but i find myself giggling to myself a whole lot more i feel like than i've done in a long time mm -hmm. with things that should frustrate you right right it's it's it's, it's more like just finding like what what is oh but then yeah. also taking into account, and this is something um, to throw out throw out to the listeners, um, when things be popping up, sometimes you know we I take into account if something happened right and kind of threw my vibe off for a little moment or uh, right. inconvenienced me. Mm -hmm. But trying to follow that up with did it work out? <clears throat> did it pan out? Right? Or what was in place to counter it? Right, and right. realizing that there's if there's something that's uh, that I have the backup for, like if I get a flat and I've got a spare tire in the car, mm -hmm. then I'm good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not stranded. I'm not stuck. Right. The car breaks down. Got another vehicle. So it's it's I'm not sitting. Right. right, right. Um, that can go to, you know, even thinking of being at work. And, you know, there's those days where just it seemed like things are not lining up. But then the counter is there's many days where this stuff flows right on through. Right. And so having to make sure to think <laughs> about that part when stuff pops up, because, again, as you've stated many times, is it an actual issue or a minor inconvenience? Right. And right. most of the things are minor inconveniences. Right. So I feel like I've, I've, I've gotten to the point of being able just to chuckle instead of letting the frustration, letting the frustration kick in. It's more like, oh, 
okay, well, there's going to be a few extra minutes here. Right, right. Well, I enjoy that. Yes, yes. And patience is the number one key that we're all learning here. Um, you know that that this funny you, that word. Every time I hear patience mm-hmm. <laughs> for like over the last uh, maybe this is like two years ago, and uh, young lady I was dealing with at the time, and then Karma was still living here, and I remember her mentioning to me that the point of Karma coming here was to teach me patience. Right, right. <laughs> she was put here to teach me patience, and I feel like. That was definitely something picked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was no longer operating on just my time mm-hmm. and had to slow it all the way down as I'm raising a young child. Yeah, I think that's amazing, bro. Um, because a lot of our lessons come from our values, you know, mm-hmm. and karma is very valuable to you. And yes. so that's somebody that can actually teach you something without actually trying. Right. Whereas anyone else is like, yeah, I'm not, I don't really care about being patient with you. Right. You know, but right. karma is a different story, you know, and I think that's what, kind of the message that we were trying to come up with as far as the, the event we were doing yesterday yeah. um, with the value for kids and stuff yeah. and things. If it ain't you, if you don't value patience for yourself, like, can you do it for, you know, for a loved one? And um, I just honestly, I, I, you know, I don't know how you feel about this because you've, you've actually accomplished this and I haven't, you know, um, being a father uh, to a little girl uh, and what that does for a man. Um, as far as patience, I feel like I would probably be a little bit more patient had I had to raise a daughter, you know, yeah. um, a girl, a woman that I couldn't leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because right now I don't have that in my life. And so it's like I could leave at any time. You right. know, you can't leave your daughter. So <laughs> right. so you get to a point to where, you know, I wish kind of I was able to experience that. I think that would teach me more about women and more about um, patience and more about understanding and more about emotions. Yes. I think even though I think I'm kind of tapped into it, I feel like I feel like without raising the daughter or having to be around a girl, you can't leave you know what i'm saying like i don't think you really get the full spectrum of what yeah. it, you actually need to, <laughs> to need to be to deal with that you know am i right or wrong no i think you i think you're spot on and i think about you know even because of course i got two daughters right and seeing you know their personalities are very different um one is outwardly more emotional and karma you know she's more she's gonna come off as Stone, like stoic. I mean, not stone, but stoic. stoic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just that natural leader doesn't seem too phased by many things. Mm. And that's to the public eye. Right. But I know the at home and the things that do frustrate. So right. understanding that, you know, and I deal with her, you know, and I always have very directly. We, But I also know where in that having to check myself, yeah. <laughs> having to pull back from some of the ways that I communicate and think that, you know, or remember that I'm dealing with a young person in general, not even right. put a gender yeah. in there, but then on top of that, young lady. Yeah. And thinking about the conversations that we have and how um, and have had over the years, especially um, keeping in like the front of my mind that I'm raising a young woman, not only that, but a young woman of color. Right. And wanting to make sure that her voice is always thought of as important, right, right? Right. So that's why we have the dialogue and the type of dialogue we have. We go back and forth. Um, sometimes I've definitely feel like I've 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 said something in a certain way that kind of hit, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, her reaction to that, and having to reassess, like, okay, 
that might have stung a little deeper than I was planning on it. Right. And then even feedback of like, you know, just thinking of my voice tone in general. Right. Right. And how that can come across. I've heard myself on like home video and I'm just saying something and be like, yikes, that sounds kind of harsh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? right. So it's like having those self checks, but just having to be cognizant of that of that when I'm having back and forth, especially when we're having conversations that, you know, could have some heightened emotion uh, uh, coming with them because of the type of conversation that we're having. But it definitely has taught me to sit back and give a minute because there's times also where things have happened and I'm like ready to just just to jump in Mm -hmm. and i'm like no i'm we'll talk about this later right because right now this is not going to pan out (laughs) in either of our favor and i think that that taught me something when it came to not just jumping into like we need to handle this right now right like no let's talk about it later after we both have some time to sit here and think about it that way we can both figure out what angle we're coming with right and be able to approach this in a way that we can actually have a talk and you're not crying i'm not being you know overly yeah 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 yeah. so it just it it definitely has helped and just having to be aware also just of you know i guess it's so many levels to it of just being mannish like having to (laughs) having to step back from like my that that roughness right right having to i've had to hold this little girl many a times and coach her through many a things right and with that it's taught me like the importance of those elements right (laughs) to come and just hey come come sit down come put your head right here you know let's 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 talk it out if you got to cry get all of that out get all of that out you know so it's those moments that definitely gave me something that i don't think i was as equipped as i was previous to her living here day in and day out for those years right right i was uh I i loved that man because um, Friday, uh, I was having a conversation with a guy downtown and he was telling me, um, you know, he was just telling me that he was getting back with his, his girlfriend and they had been off and on and they got a baby and it was, didn't know if it was going to work. And now he said he ready to go and sit out and, you know, work it out and really, really, you know, check with her to see if she think they got what it take to really finally really make it through. Cause he really want to, you know, hold on to his family, yeah. you know? And he, he said, you know, I don't want to be tough and I don't want to be, you know, like unreachable, you know, mm-hmm. basically mentally and all this stuff. And I was like, you know, man, that's you said a key thing because, um, you know, part of doing away with, you know, certain types of, you know, toxic masculinity, uh, you know, traits is realizing that to be fully effective, you kind of got to be well-rounded. Hey. Um, you know, because a man knows that no matter what's going on in your life, and how macho you need to be in certain times in life to make sure people know your stance as a man. Um, you also have to be able to relate to women and children, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't they don't they don't acknowledge those those types of traits. You know, those don't mean anything to them, but <laughs> but harm and, and anger, you know, and danger, right. you know. That's why everybody, everybody listening that has a child know that they will test every bone of <laughs> toughness that you got in your body. It yeah. don't matter what you've done in these streets. Right. <laughs> they, exactly. They go press you. <laughs> right. Right. So, and, 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 but but the re, but they don't really know why they're pressing you. You know. And it's like and 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 when you give them that response, you know, it's gonna further like it's gonna back them into a corner. I think. You know. But. But it's very important, I think. I think that's really what, you know, what we aspire to be as men. Somebody that's also, you know, mentally, you know, um, powerfully masculine and and all these things. But, you know, also have an aspect of, you know, empathy, aspect of, you know, love, aspect of, uh, 
you know, being able to have that, you know, to display that emotion. I think a big part of it, too, is just having the humility that, you know, you can be wrong in a situation. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that that, again, I made sure during the time of her living here that I highlighted if I was wrong. Like, I'm not always right just because I'm the parent or the man of the house. That doesn't mean anything. If your points are valid and what you just showed me right. was something different, then that's what we go with. But I think that there's there's a um, element that we have to take into account when it comes to being men and like th- again the toxic masculinity being this like Rawr, you know yeah. just just rage essentially <laughs> um, where we all hopped up over everything. But I think there's an element that we forget which is the humility. And then in addition to that, it's also the people who are able to sit and really put together um, their words, their actions, right? Without getting swayed emotionally, because that's what usually throws us is having a reaction that's just pure emotion. And we're not throwing the logic in there to sit back and realize like, okay, this person is amped up, right? Let's say this is your spouse or, you know, a child, whatever that may be. Um, They may be amped up. That doesn't mean you amp up too, Mm -hmm. right? Because as if you're grounded and then you should be able to ground them Mm -hmm. and bring them back right here, Mm -hmm. make them feel validated, Mm -hmm. right? And then have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They may have to get this out. You may have to sit there for a second, let them get some of that out, Mm -hmm. right? That's not always easy, (laughs) But there's you think about the people who are able to sit calm under that type of pressure. I've known a few men in my life like that when I was younger that were older. And I would sit around sometimes and like wonder how how because I was thinking what would have what I would have reacted like if a person was talking to me like this or coming at me in this type of way, you know, or even a a significant other. Mm -hmm. But that ability to like, okay. Like I let you go through your process. Okay, cool. You got it all out. Okay, cool. So this is what we're going to do. Right. (laughs) And then walk through how we're going to resolve this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And knowing, you know, and and a big part of that, you know, what I think that a lot of people kind of miss out on, not intentionally, but just because of just maybe reaction wise uh, is realizing that, you know, is, you know, thinking like, is this really personal or not? You know what I mean? Like really never getting a chance to even, yeah, it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit vibrant, you know, it's a little bit pushy, it's a little bit loud and slightly disrespectful, you know. Um, but, you know, you got to really think about that, man. Like, is it really personal? Yeah. You know, and a lot of times these situations aren't personal. So as a human in this world, you know, especially if you want to succeed and have as less, you know, fusion as possible, um, you gotta, you kind of gotta decide what you're gonna take personal and what you're not. And I don't think a lot of people have made that decision. I don't think. I mean, I can say myself included. I still have to catch myself. You know, and there's times I'm, I'm already into the moment and then being like, yeah. hold on, yeah, is this? Wait, it's hard. No, because that's too much extra aggression based on <laughs> yeah. what we're actually into it about. You right, know I mean? right, like, right. And, and that's where you know. So it's it's. It's a stepping stone, right? right. <laughs> you've got to, right. you've definitely got to work up to that. But I think that so many of us, we just catch the reaction and we get going before being able to stop. Yeah, taking that breath. I've I've been on this wave here for a second now of trying to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> before yeah. letting out what I want to say next, 
letting go of, you know, I'm waiting. My brain fires fast. Uh, step back. Right. right. A little bit of silence and and giving myself. I feel like it's doing myself a favor, even if it may not be as fast as they a response as fast as that person may have yeah. wanted or expected. Or they even just keep hogging the floor because it's open in that moment. But again, it's allowing myself yeah. to get my thought together and exactly. approach this in a way that right. is going to actually be beneficial to this conversation or disagreement, whatever it is. Right, it's like that. That basically, that those few seconds, that that time, it even if you're not trying to, it affords you the luxury to calculate yes. a little bit deeper. Like the more time you have, the more accurate your calculations become. Right, you know. I right. think that's a good way to put it. Yes. So, um, so right yeah. quick, <laughs> so we yeah. jumped into a conversation right off the rip. Want to let the listeners know. Uh, so we do got a couple topics we're going to touch on outside of the one that we just did. Uh, we'll build off of that. There's things we need to talk about. <laughs> and uh, we're going to touch on the Emerging Leaders event that we went to this past weekend. Right. Um, we're going to cover some stuff about individual success, identifying that, and social capital, mm-hmm. along with the process of developing self-awareness. The long process. Yes, yes, that yes. Is. So, man, what you uh, once we jump into right quick on uh, the Emerging Leaders event. Emerging Leaders event. Um, we were asked by Herb the Barber. Herb the Barber out of Tacoma, Washington. Um, he had, he know a little bit about Calculated Conversation Radio Show, and he know that Ken and I do some engagements that involve speaking and you know, particular places. And he wanted to know if we were willing to come down to the Boys and Girls Club in Tacoma um, to sort of, you know, help spread the idea of calculated conversation and some positivity to the kids and just do what we can to keep them, um, you know, thinking, thinking, moving forward, you know, and, and keeping them solid and just trying to like fill in any blanks that they may not you know that they may not even know exists you know i mean it can be a little bit much and so we uh we went we we definitely went there and um the kids were uh, a lot younger than we expected so we had to make a few adjustments uh which i think i think worked out really really well man we we know how to do that on the fly yeah you know yeah (laughs) because this ain't we don't write this down now this is this is what we do so um, you know, so we definitely had a chance to, you know, talk to the kids and, you know, um, we, we, you know, started with just the idea of just success, you know, personal success in general, um, how we define that, you know, um, where our definitions come from just to, just to get an idea, uh, of where the kids' minds are and to make sure that they're, to see what they're already thinking and see what they know. So we know what, what angle that we need to, you know, sort of approach from just to try to try to connect with them and, w- and one other thing for the listeners so it was it was a community event right. that, that was at the boys and girls club uh it was actually a haircutting event yeah they was so, doing wigs and everything uh, yeah they were tra- showing the kids how to how to be be barbers um they had some haircuts happening pretty much the whole time we were in there a few little was a vendor booth set up yeah and they yeah. had some they had some vendors in there i seen some hair companies and you know yeah yeah so that was a nice little setup um they had a music artist yeah um, and a DJ and a DJ yeah. comedian was in there um, you know so just a bunch of kids you know um, I think her put that together just to keep them inspired and keep them thinking about you know um, the next level and, and trying to show them different avenues of 
I feel like success is what he was trying to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it turned out well. Um, it was fun. And, you know, we had a good time. So, yeah. And um, I know on my end, being able to, uh, you know, sit with my bro and have this conversation and having to tweak it. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed part of that because it was, you know, having to go sit down. And we had kind of yeah. at least a general idea how we were going to attack it. <laughs> and then, uh, again, had to re-strategize at the last moment. But we put it together. And then my uh, my oldest daughter showed up partway through. So she popped in. So that was kind of dope. And yeah. then uh, my godson and his mom showed up. So that was kind of dope letting them, you know, get them being able to see us in action live. Right, right. That was, that was pretty dope. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just great all around the kids. You know, they're, they're once we kind of got them going at first, of course, being kind of coy and shy, but got going when we started yeah. asking them, you know, kind of what some goals that they have or what do they, you know, kind of want to be uh, getting older. And we had a, we had a young, somebody walking in David's footsteps, <laughs> yeah. a, a young fashion designer. Yeah, we had a young kid down and, there. He and was he, was, he was dripped too. Yeah, he, he was, had a gold <laughs> chain on too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was about 36 inches. I was like, oh, we. <laughs> With a big medallion on yeah, it too. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get him to wear one of my shirts, right? You know, but yeah, they had a, you know. So the kids got they they got a little bit excited, you know. You got to think that when your child, um, a lot of times having speakers is boring. Uh, we all remember that, you know, especially right. when you want to come get your hair cut and play games and you want to eat and stuff, and and then somebody want to talk to you. They want your attention to tell you something about yourself. <laughs> You know, so that was a sort of a challenge. But in the end, we got him engaged. We talked about goals and um, we definitely had a lot of kids raising their hands and talking about some of their goals. And, you know, so we just made a chance. Uh, we just took the opportunity to just kind of tie in the idea of, you know, calculated conversation uh, with some of their goals and and, you know, how being aware um, of how you're making people feel and, um, you know, the things you think, the things you say and how all that ties into how far you go in life, okay. you know. And so, um, you know, I, I feel like some of them got the message and, you know, and they seem to be excited. Right. And uh, so that kind of leads into the topics of, uh, you know, identifying individual success. And I feel like on our drive up there, just some of the conversation we were having back and forth that yeah. kind of went from the individual success and then the yeah. social capital tie in. Right. Um, where, you know, in the way which I frame it is, you know, you have uh, you growing up thinking of sports. So just use sports as the the, the, the platform where. You, you can only have if it's if it's an a team. There's only so many people that can be on that team, right. which is a handful. You know, depending on what sport, um, and you may not be able to necessarily be a star athlete on the field, right, or right. on the court, on the diamond, on the soccer field, whatever it is. But there's so many other things that are will keep you in that arena, right? That can have you in the building making a a a financially uh giving you a financially secure future right that doesn't involve necessarily being the athlete mm -hmm. and trying to understand that or get people to understand that there are different avenues that can get you in this if you do have this thing and that's all you want to be then great 
you know, focus and do everything you can for that. But understand that there are other options that will still keep you in that place. Yeah. Assuming assuming that your overall goal is just to be a big part of this organization or this place. Yes. And then also understanding, too, that where we talk about success is different. It looks different for all of us. And what is it uh, Earl Nightingale that it's 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 having an ideal that that's being successful is is having an idea having a goal and that's what you reach right that's success and um mm-hmm. kind of the way that it's painted if if what did I say yesterday if if I want to own a small business and my dream is just to make candles and sell candles out of a corner store somewhere mm-hmm. right and that's my idea of being successful and that I reach that and I'm content and I'm actually happy with that, that's Mm A-OK. If your goal is to be the head of a Fortune 500 company and you reach that, those are not in comparison. You can't, you know, he's doing better Mm -hmm. because he has this big company versus this little company. We both reached our goal. So understand that that trying to compare to what somebody else has going, if that's not your goal and you're comparing what you've set up to Mm -hmm. theirs, that's going to keep you unhappy because you're chasing something that's not you. Right, right. And having to understand that your individual success, right? right? right. Not just the ideals, not our social norms. Of course, we all want to be the basics of, of, you know, having a residence, somewhere to stay that, excuse me, that we're financially secure, right? Right. That, That we're able to experience life. Like we get the basics, but there are many people who are very greedy when it comes to money, right? Right. But then there's also heads of these huge companies that don't take, they make sure their employees are in abundantly, <laughs> abundantly taken care of. Like, and they don't take a crazy, you know, six, seven million dollar a year salary. Mm-hmm, they're making a mm-hmm. hundred thousand and people at their company are making, you know, 80, 90, yeah. things like that. Yeah. They've got enough to get by and it's, 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 it's just what that means, right. right? And for them, that's being successful because they're able to help people provide for themselves along with having enough to do what it is that they want to, right? right? right. And I think that we need to just make that more of a priority is what actually makes us happy. Right. right. What is actually making us feel whole, Right. What is that? I mean, we can chase the dollar, but I feel like that's one of those those fleeting things. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's fleeting. And, and again, I'm not saying this because we need money to live. We need the foundation. But once you get that, then what? Right. Right? Right. Then what? Is it just chasing more of it? And I get it. If that's your thing, I get it. Right? <clears throat> but I just want us to be at a point that we understand or that we have an understanding that it looks different for all of us and right. don't knock somebody because their ambition, their goal may not seem as grand as yours. Right. It's right. not yours right. <laughs> to judge. Right. Everybody got different, you know, got their different ideas and they should have it. They should have different ideas. You know, uh, the funny thing uh, I hear you talking about, um, you know, money and, and chasing it is like, even then, like nobody, I mean, people are saying they chase money, but they really don't chase money. And the thing that they're really chasing, they're not talking about, mm. but they putting it on money. You know, even if we just was more honest about that idea, yeah. I think it might make more sense. Yeah. Because then we could be saying we are chasing the things that money allows us. So we're actually yes. looking for freedom. Yes. Uh, we're looking for time. Yes. You know, we're looking to spend more time with loved ones. Look, yes. uh, you know, like these are yes. these are goals I can acknowledge, you know, but, you know, just 
you know, sticking with and simplifying it on with the idea of money, uh, it just doesn't make sense in the long term. And so, I mean, <laughs> at the risk of sounding judgmental, though, when I hear somebody say their goal is just to have money, I just I don't I don't think they've really completely found themselves yet, honestly. So. It's, 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 that offends anybody <laughs> apologies but I just it's, I mean you gotta know that it's deeper than money if you don't know that and then you know I just I'm sorry man it's interesting because you know I had just went through um, writing down a list um, and just putting some things that I want to manifest especially during this this uh, super moon sequence that we're going through um, and in there not one part of that that I said anything about wanting to make X amount of dollars. It was being able to make sure that I can provide experiences for my children, (laughs) having the security of the basic necessities, right? right? Making sure that that's not something that's a thought and just wanting to be at a point that I can provide experiences, rather that's shipping them off to college, to be out of state, going to college somewhere, giving them that experience, traveling, letting them see things outside of the West Coast of America. You know, these these things are what's important in my mind. I don't know the dollar amount (laughs) that gives that. I don't need, I need the basics, you know what I mean? Like, but wanting to have that, and I think there's there's many people who are, it's a dollar sign number, and maybe if I sat down and did the math, I could probably come up with a number that (laughs) would allow for this, but my thing is, it doesn't necessarily have to come in the form of money, Mm. (laughs) you know what I mean? This could be something that pops up as a scholarship that pops up to be able to get them out of state yeah. to the college of their choice. You know, this could be, I could win a, 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 a all paid trip to whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right. taking that kind of stuff that it, it, it isn't necessarily just a dollar sign amount going in my bank account. Right. So it's like, we, yeah, we need a certain amount of money, but we don't care how much it is. We just want to make sure that we can do these things. Yes. Um, and so and also it was for our, um, our, our radio show here and calculate a conversation to yeah. be partnering with fortune 500 companies. Yes. Speaking into the universe. Yes. Lord. If you listen and call us, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, yeah. So that, that individual success thing, you know, that's definitely, um, a big deal. Uh, I like to talk about it often because I just kind of, I just really, really stick with the idea that people deep down want to be successful. And a lot of times our definitions, get really confusing depending on where we got them from. Uh, If we have not got them from inside um, of our hearts, inside of our minds, um, inside of our own individuality, um, these are, these definitions of success can be a little bit more difficult and stressful to maintain. Mm -hmm. Um, And even once you achieve them, you still may not be fulfilled. So, (laughs) so, Keep and, that in mind. And I think that with that is a great transition into understanding social capital and the importance of that. And so for any listeners that don't know what the definition, so we'll read out what the definition from the dictionary is, which is the practice of developing and maintaining relationships that form social networks willing to help each other. And David, you had a great way of breaking that down, yes. how that worked in with success right and so to to simplify it um i like to say that that means that a big part of your success uh, and how far you go in life is directly uh, affected by how you make people feel around you 
um, what 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 you bring to people, um, and that's something that a, a lot of times gets uh, overlooked. I think um, we believe that we can be successful without caring about how we make people feel. Um, you've seen a lot of you know popular people and famous people. I think rise up, you know, just through the ranks of a lot of times, uh, I want to say illegitimate grounds, mm -hmm. you know, which means that without a lot of love or without a lot of passion, without a lot of uh, empathy or whatever the case is that keeps them from connecting with, you know, um, the bigger society. And that's where kind of what you were saying as far as having the money yeah. but still not having that happiness because the, yeah. the relationships are not there. Right. You don't uh, have the network. I just saw Jay-Z on an interview say um, just a couple of days ago, two days ago, he was like, he was like, yeah, the money can't, you know, it can't be be the goal because when you really think about it, you know, he said the goal's got to be, it's got to be people. It's got to be loving people. It's got to be pushing people because you think about it, what good is the money if you don't have people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, I think that's one of the ways you get a lot of, um, you know, stress and, you know, thoughts of suicide, um, you know, and uh, what they call it, uh, not disappointment, but uh, I don't know, when you're just in a, when you're just in kind of in a major, depressed, depressed okay. you know, when you're majorly depressed and you have all the money in the world, but you're depressed, you know, that is a high possibility and it happens all the time you know money will not fulfill you it'll just get you the things that you think you need to fulfill you until you realize those things don't really fulfill you yeah. you know the fulfillment has got to come from within there's no other way it's going to work you know we are designed you know to build relationships we are designed to connect with other people we are connect we are designed um, to fill each other up and if you're not doing that um, you're going to struggle with taking advantage um, of all the good things this world has to offer. You know, I just seen uh, one of my partners on my timeline today um, talking about how he hung out with family and how it made him happier than he's been in a long time. And he was like, he woke up just happy. He was like, I don't even understand, but I'm happy. We need to do this more often. And he was like, I did not think that I needed this the way that I did. Right. But that goes to show right. the connections, <laughs> the relationships that you have, yeah. how important it is to just have people that just, they rock with you. Yeah. Right? Not what you have. Right. Not what you've got going. Right. But just you. Right. And I think being able to have the stripped down version, and that's what I always put into play is, is when you are, can be the stripped down version of you around people, and you don't get treated different mm -hmm. <laughs> based on whatever successes you may be having. Mm -hmm. Those are the people you want around. Right. Because right. there are many people around sometimes just looking for their angle. Mm -hmm. It's more of how can I benefit from being around this person. Right. And that's a, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. But there's it's something that comes with it when you right. get around your people. Right. You know what I mean? And there's, I mean, yesterday we, you know, went up there and popped in on one of my partners and his kids right quick. And, mm -hmm. you know, just having that little back and forth, those little pieces of, of, of recharge, yeah. you know, there's somebody that's known me since I was 19 years old. 
Yeah. And it's just a, a, an element that through everything, no matter what life is thrown at us, it's the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's comfort. It's me and you get around and be able just to sit back and be completely who we are. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was a blessing, man. Um, you know, just the, the I mean, those those genuine connections, man. Like, you know, even me just being able to see y'all connect and knowing the history and knowing how, how good it probably was for both of you guys. Right. I was like, man, this is cool to be a part of this. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, I was like, this is dope, you know. People staying connected, you know. We right. don't see each other all the time, but, you know, when we get a chance, we make it happen. Right. And it make more sense. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. These is where the genuine connections are. Yeah, and it wasn't even that. Well, we stopped in to, to grab a, <laughs> grab some food right quick, and we yeah. hung out for the little 15 minutes that it took for the food to get ordered mm-hmm. and made. And that's that's all it, it it needed, right? And and you know what that probably did for him, and you know I can tell his kids was a little bit excited about it yeah. for some reason, you know, yeah. and just what it does for you, and uh, and just to, you know it just sets the tone for. I mean, just we're just building positivity, man, right. and we just having good interactions, you know. Right. Even your other friend. We went to visit, you yeah, know, we was able to learn, we was able to learn some stuff over there and yeah. <laughs> chop it up with her and, you know, talk and, you know, and, you know, and it was, it was amazing, man. Yeah. And, and the more of these we have, uh, it's just the better off, you know? And so this is, this is social capital, you know, mm-hmm. this is making people feel good around you. Um, this is you feeling good around people mm-hmm. and you feeling good around yourself. You know, the value in that is really, is irreplaceable. Uh, and often misunderstood. I mean, I don't think I really do believe that, you know, we we are a little bit misinformed sometimes in our society about just how beneficial it is to make people feel good. And taking away that 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 you know? stance of no new friends. I had a I had a one of the memories pop up where I was like, I need new friends. I don't get yeah. that out of here. Right. I need all the new friends. Right. But that idea that it's about self i don't trust nobody i don't you and that that type of thinking um i understand we we we've probably all had a a situation we've dealt and we felt you know betrayed we've been disappointed let down in a person's actions or people's actions right right but trying to safeguard against that in every single way possible you're shutting out everything you're not just shutting out the negative stuff you're also shutting out the stuff that could be beneficial, the, the positives, the the highs in life mm-hmm. are getting shut out at the same time. Right. Putting that into perspective, <laughs> build, build the social capital. You're trying to build this up. And the thing is, there's there's not a monetary value, but feeling good, being able to be around people who, you know, have your back like you, you know, you brought up in a conversation we were having like a week ago of what it is like. And I think it's actually when this is why the social capital thing even came up of talking about being able to reach out to people and them giving you the green light on almost anything that you're trying to make happen because you've built this up over time the same way i've built up in my networks to be able to call in a favor and it's not even a question it's it there there's no what why there's none of that it's just put into play because they're able to trust what it is that i've done for this amount of time yes yeah that's what that's where it, it, it comes from and then you get people who don't you know what i mean like we know people that we wouldn't no, I wouldn't send you to the store with twenty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> right? right, right, right. But that's 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 a crazy thing. Even just in my bad, I'm just processing. Like I would hate to be that person. No, bro, I'm thinking <laughs> but, about that too. I'm like, oh, that's cold. Yikes! But it's just 
the importance of that. And you can't do that trying to shut out. It's having to be open and being consistent um, with who you are and showing up as you. Yeah. Because people gain trust in that. Yes. Yes. People gain trust. Even if I know, you know, if it's one of these things, I know, you know, one of my my, my people, I know you're going to be 45 minutes late every time. I remember this back when I was shooting video. Sorry, Lance, I'm about to throw you under the bus right quick Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, I knew like. Okay, I put it together. And instead of like tripping, okay, I'll make a quick adjustment because my guy's good. Like, he's good. So this isn't something to be tripping off of. Yeah, yeah. I just tell him whatever it was was an hour before <laughs> what time it actually was mm-hmm. and then get him to show up on time. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm, what I mean? It was mm-hmm. just a slight adjustment, but it was one of those things that I knew my guy. He was consistent yeah. in that way, but he was also consistent in all these other ways. Right, right? Right, right. And that's why I could deal and be able to know that this is somebody who I can put that trust in and that faith in. Right. He's going to show up. Right. And that's just uh, there, there's too much value in that. And yes. people being closed off to trying to build their social capital. Right. I get it. Your circle is small. I get it. You've been hurt and so on. I'm not saying just to be blind and just run out here and, yeah. you know, expose yourself and give everything. But I do feel there is something to be said about just doing things out of love. Right. Regardless of what what's reciprocal if it comes back around then it comes back around it's not always going to come back around Mm -hmm. but understand there's people that have done things for you in life that have you've not been able to return the favor directly to them right and at that point it's just returning that favor to someone else right passing that on right right and and that's and that's a good and that's how it all ties in you know like as i'm listening to this conversation and being a part of it yeah like I realize everything is tying in um, the individual success, mm-hmm. the calculated conversation, the social capital. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, calculated conversation is you know, and you trying to make sure you get the most um, out of every interaction that, that you guys can give and give and accept the the best that you can. Mm-hmm. Um, that that makes you you know that's part of your individual success. You know, those are the things that make you an individual that separates you from people who don't believe in in sharing, you know, that information, you know. And uh, and, and when you look at it from an individual success aspect, um, you see that individual success is also um, sort of segue into social capital because you have your own individual success to bring to the table as as we discuss social capital. Your capital is high because your success is individual. No one's like you. They're not doing it like you. You're doing you, and we need people doing them. We yes. need more people doing them. Yes. You know, yes. and so, and because of that, your capital is high. So whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be involved in, I want to be involved with you because I know it's going to yes. be good. Yes. You know, and this is how, uh, and this is what they say, you know, as, as a, this is what they regard, you know, things like getting the key to the city, you know, like mm-hmm. having those connections. Like when you want to turn on, open a door in the city, mm-hmm. you know, you stick, you got a key, you got a mm-hmm. universal key to almost hey, every hey, door hey. in your city, you know, because of the capital and the energy uh, and the individuality you bring to everybody that comes around you. People want to be a part of that. And we got to, relate that to being even more successful because your network is growing because of that energy and because of those relationships are growing so you're getting closer to everything that you need to be the best that you can be 
Yes, Lord. You know, and so like we, we you know, and this is and this is why it all again ties back into calculated conversation because we're being more intentional with our words and our actions because we have specific goals that we need everything to equate to, and we know what that is. You know, and so it's very, very important um, for all of us, you know, and this again, even going into our next subject, you know, uh, the process of developing self-awareness because we still learning because it's it's a real process. Yeah. It is not an easy thing to become, you know, acutely aware of yourself and everything going on around you and calculate everything accordingly. Yeah. We would like for that to be true, but that's just not the way things go. And so you got to make room uh, for some mistakes. Um, you got to give a little bit of room for growth. Um, give yourself a little bit of time. Um, and, and again, we talked about patience, but patience is the key because as long as you know you're not going to be fully successful today or tomorrow, you'll give yourself the room to make mistakes knowing that you'll be getting better. It's, it's that idea. You got you to gotta give yourself grace. Right. And understand that if you're working towards this goal, nobody comes in a master, right? There may be there may be situations where things come more naturally right. to you, but nobody comes in a master. And there's going to be pitfall. There's going to be moments because a lot of uh, trying to develop yourself and becoming fully self-aware, it comes with um, putting a mirror up to yourself and realizing a lot of things about yourself that are not conducive to the growth that you're trying to have. And those things are typically tied to your identity, <laughs> right? right? And the way in which you've operated. And even in the idea of the social capital, because we just talked, we're, we're talking about all the ways that that works um, with your self-awareness and then being able to be aware of how you can be valuable to the people around you and how the people around you are also valuable to you. Right. Um, right. That has to make sure to be framed in a, light that is a positive one right because there are networks built on <laughs> the flip side of that yeah and if you're trauma bonding and think that that's what's going on and you're just filling the space with nothing but down the the negatives mm -hmm. what's wrong the complaining and so on you may be building a social capital in this text thread or with this group of people but that's not benefiting anybody and now you guys, uh, negative frequency is vibrating crazy high. So therefore, that's all that's going to be attracted your way is what's wrong. Mm -hmm. That's all you're going to be able to see because that's all that's coming your way based on what you're putting out there. Right, right. You know, so just making sure that that when you're setting yourself up and going through these stages, um, that you're aware of that. Right. And and and, and that is definitely uh, again a process. It, it will it will take you. You will be tested a lot mm -hmm. um, in this world. Um, people are going to test your patience. Um, they're going to test your commitment to, you know, your self-awareness. Hey. Um, and, and, and take into account, too, that people, this is something when, when we put out into the world that people don't know us, like people know you, right? Like people who are around you, and this is something I think we forget that, like, David sitting across from me, he knows my facial expressions better than I do. Why? Because right. I don't see my facial expressions all the time. Right. And if you're around somebody all the time, they're more aware of the acute changes in your tone. They're they're aware of body language mm -hmm. in a way that you think you may be concealing. Right. So when you put it out that people don't know, don't like, yes, there, there may be times where there is some confusion. But just understand that people are aware a bit more. 
mm-hmm. right? Then sometimes we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Now, with that, <laughs> understanding that as you're going through this process, um, you can read a you know a self help book or something like that. Like I read a ton of them, you know, but that doesn't mean because you 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 opened up page one and finished it at page two forty that oh I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm moving from here. It's gonna be a no. That's that that's that's a, 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 some tools to be able to put in the bag. But I promise that there's parts of the mind that we're we're operating without thinking. It's it's this stuff is ingrained in us to respond a certain way mm-hmm. to things, mm-hmm. and it's a habit. A lot of the things that we've done are habits. Yep. A lot of the ways yeah. that we react to the reason that, you know, it's a smell of a food that makes our stomach turn. That's based on something that's yeah. went before. And it's yeah. it's it's so or even somebody saying a certain word to you and it, it offends you in a certain way. This is something that you have rooted in you because right. that's just created a whole response that even if that person wasn't directed, you just heard this and it gave you a feeling. Right. right, right. And so knowing that undoing that is a process that might take months right. might take years right but as long as that continued development and i'll go back to which i know i keep putting this out there but the idea of journals why journals are important right that's like being able to put your notes you putting your notes in here as you're going through the process mm-hmm. that's like the different versions right it's 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 no different than when you know they're programming and and you keep doing updates these are just you're adding to the software you're at it's getting better as you go through and you make notes of that so that you don't get discouraged feeling like it's not been a big change. Right. right. You know, if it's something where you're trying to avoid conflict a certain way, if you're keeping mm-hmm. a, a journal and you're able to put in there and let's say, you know, you have a, a conflict at work with a coworker and your goal is to not engage the same way in which you did. Right. That's not that may not just stop tomorrow. Right now, let's say you guys have these back and forths. If you're writing down, you know, your day and kind of talking about this stuff and it doesn't have to always be in crazy detail, two, three pages a night. But just being able to get off some of the major things on your mind, but also tracking these things that you have set up, you're able to look back and realize like, oh, this was happening two to three times a week. Now this is only happening once a month. Mm. Now this isn't happening. It's not a problem now. You know, just being able to look back like that's what I value in that. I have to go back because there's even times I'm like, yikes, like, why is everything going weird? Right. And then I have to look back a couple months and be. Oh, that's the reminder. Right. Things were going great right here. Right. (laughs) There is a lot of stuff that actually happens. The the, the same thing. I just went in my box the other day of where I was saying like when, you know, the, 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 the highlight of the day and making a little sticky note, throwing that in the box. Right. Having that, especially when something great happens. The thing is, on that day when you just feel like nothing's going right, being able to pop that open and just read through some of them, bro, that'll humble you and sit you down so quick to be like, there's dope stuff that you forget about. That's the thing is your mind is taking in new data all the time. So the old stuff is kind of getting pushed out and you forget the details. Right. You forget the details. But if you document the details, then you're able to go back and kind of relive that moment because our mind has a good way of adjusting things just to sit. And if they're not documented and written down or recorded, then we don't have that reference and we're kind of just filling in the details after a while so the having a journal i feel like is one of the top things you can do for yourself right. on any type of journey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. having that journal um I heard, I heard a few people say the same thing like being able to write things down man has really been really been key man. um 
you know, it definitely helps, and it helps you uh, it, as that pertains to process. It helps you respect the process uh, hey. and appreciate the process, and it, it shows you uh, how far you've come. And and one thing I always say that I definitely want to touch on as we talk about the long process of self awareness, um, you know, energy management, uh, you know, of getting to a point of uh, great calculated conversation techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not about being perfect. Remember, um, it's it's a, it's you know, I believe that these ideals, these concepts are challenging. You know, almost everything we've been taught. Um, that's going to take some time. Hey. And so, what we want you to remember is uh, perfection is not the goal. Um, what's going to move you further is understanding imperfection mm. and accepting that and being okay with that. And not justifying that, but looking at that and, you know, deciding that that's one of your, um, you know, that's one of, of your hurdles. That's one of the things that you're working on. Yeah. All, I mean, you just have to acknowledge your imperfections, yeah. you know, and you can be good. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be perfect on it, but know that they're there. And now you're working on something. You know, you're working on something great and you're working on moving to another level. You move into the next level as you understand each imperfection and as you make adjustments based off those imperfections. And it ends up looking like you're perfect, but people don't realize you've just acknowledged all your imperfections. And now you slowly stop making those. Yes. You know, and you become better, you become wiser uh, and again, more calculated and, and strategic uh, in your actions and your words. And, and, you know, life starts to, you know, unfold the way that that you want it to you know it start it starts looking the way that you've seen it in your head and it also allows you to recognize that in other people mm-hmm. and give other people mm-hmm. a bit more grace <laughs> you right. allows right. them to have a little bit more because you can understand yeah. that instead of focusing on on that thing that you feel like is an issue you're able to step back and be like okay they're not perfect i can't expect that of them i can't put that on them because we'll give ourselves a lot of leeway and not give people that same type of leeway. <laughs> we don't just right. lean into giving others that type of leeway. We expect them to be, but it's like, no, you know, if it's this one thing, like I pointed out my partner Lance, like that's okay. That time thing. Okay. Outside of that, this dude is awesome in every other way. We have that one thing we miss on. I'm, I'm punctual as heck. I don't know if we could say the other word on air. Heck is good enough. But, uh, you know, but so that's not that's not an issue. And, and the thing right. is, if I wanted to just hyper focus on that, then that could be that that's one of those things that can throw something off. And I think that we get caught up sometimes in just focusing on what's not right. Yeah. And we forget about the million other things that are going exactly yeah. how they should. Right. Right. Exactly. And when those things go bad and then you start thinking about them. You know, and so you got to respect the good while you in the in, in the you know the action of enjoying it and benefiting from it. You know, and that's why I mean to me that's as simple as walking outside and saying, "Man, it's a good day today, man." It's today. I don't know about yesterday. I don't know about tomorrow, but today is a good day. You know, um, the sun is out. It's a little chilly, but I'm alive. I'm here. Uh, I'm walking around. I'm free. Um, you know, uh, we're doing great things in, in our own lives. I mean, it's a lot to be grateful for. Um, one thing that, oh, yeah, and one thing me and Ken just want to make sure you guys understand is that we do a lot of talking on here, but uh, we definitely don't have it all figured out. And as we re, as we try to remind <laughs> you, we are subsequently uh, reminding ourselves at the yeah. same time um, because it, it is very 
very serious and important that you understand it's difficult sometimes. Yes. These are essentially notes to y'all and ourselves. Right. <laughs> so with that being said, we are coming to a close. This is your favorite radio show. I hope it is. Uh, calculated conversation. Um, real quick, we got some events uh, we wanted to touch bases with. Uh, we got a woke network mixer at Two Wrongs uh, on February 26th from 6 to 8 p.m. Yeah, um, you guys show up. We're going to have a few drinks, uh, hang out, and just connect, um, talk about our upcoming event, and just see what, what we got going on. And if it's any kind of exchanges that we can do as far as the services we provide, services that you provide, and see how we can collaborate. Yo, man, you guys never once thought about, you know, playing that bone, that wake up song when you got first start the event. Da, 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 da. Wake up, wake up. It's a, you know what I mean? Sw you know, tweak it a little bit. <laughs> okay. And then also uh, February 29th, uh, the Black Arts Festival is at Reed College. At 2 to 8 p.m., there will be a lot of uh, vendors there, uh, black businesses. Uh, there will be some music, artists, food, uh, a lot of networking going on. So yeah. if you get an opportunity, please seize it to pull up. Yes, drop the socials right Socials. Uh, we're out, but look for us on Instagram at Calculated Conversation, Facebook, the Calculated Conversation Radio Show, Twitter at Calculated Talk, uh, online, www.com. CalculatedConversation.com uh, We are on iTunes And Play Store Calculated Conversation Email us at Wait What's the email CalculatedConversation At gmail.com Oh yeah It's going too fast And with that being said Calculated everything Everything